The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. In this week's episode of Mule Talk, I visited with one of the ranch hands at Panther Creek Trail Rides in Tuscumbia, Missouri. And this gal has been riding mules for almost 20 years. And recently, she had a bad experience with one of her longtime mules. And she would like to share that with us so that we can learn from it. Her name is Karen Brown. Karen, thanks for coming on to Mule Talk. Thank you for having me, Cindy. Listen, I know you've recently had somewhat of a a negative experience with your mule. And uh, would you like to share that with us? And, And, of course, what is your mule's name? Benny. His name is Benny, and and Benny I've had, he's 12 years old. I've had him 12 years. I've had other mules prior to that, a big draft mule. So, Okay, so uh, share with us your experience and how you fixed it. Okay, well, what happened was I, I moved to Tuscumbia to Panther Creek in order to have a place to live and to keep my mule. Um, and I brought him here, and... Uh, you know, was busy learning my new job and meeting people and my new girlfriends and uh, some wonderful people who actually gave me an opportunity to be able to keep my mule. And uh, there was a girl who had a mare. And we needed a place to put the mare for a couple of days. I didn't think anything of it. I, I wish I would have, but I'm glad that it worked out the way it has. Uh, we put the mare in with Benny, and being early spring, she went into her early spring thing. Well, Benny fell in love. Benny fell head over heels. He, he cried when she wasn't around. I mean, he and he was very mean to me, very aggressive. He changed from being my docile little sweet mule to a really mean animal. He, we separated the two of them after two days. And most of this, I didn't realize what was happening. When we separated them and she went one way, and I took him another way. He said, no, we're going back. I'm going to the mare. He drug me through a creek. I wouldn't let go of the lead line. I just, I couldn't let go. And I got drugged really far through a creek on my belly. And I was devastated and hurt that my mule, who I trusted with my life. Okay, so here you are. You're at Panther Creek uh, with your mule. And now he decided he's going to fall in love with this mare in which you have no control. He's having a big, huge testosterone moment with you, and it's scary. I mean, it's very emotional. So tell me, you said you lost ground control with your mule, that the the ground manners just sort of went away. That's right. Okay. Yes, he got very uppity with me, and, and, and just that I was in his way to get to this mare. And he would push me, and, and, and I, I didn't know what to do. And I thought all was lost. And um, so I hadn't gone near him for four days, five days. And Stacy Smith came down. And they were all going to ride. And I was sad and because I, I knew I, I, would, I was too afraid to ride my mule. I was too afraid. If he did that to me on the ground, what is he going to do when I'm on his back? So I thought everything that I had worked for and and tried to uh, do to keep my mule was now just out the window it was just gone Stacy looked at me and she said we're riding at 7 a.m. be in the saddle all night half the night I tried to think of excuses that I could come up with so I, I you know couldn't I was sick I was the, anything I, and I couldn't I couldn't do that to Stacy or anyone I don't like to lie or fib or anything and I just kept working up my courage all night <laughs> 
and got up before the sun came up. I brought him down here. I got him saddled. I got him ready. He was behaving and, and allowing me to do all this without too much fight. I don't have anywhere to tie him up. So we're kind of like running around the yard trying to saddle and stuff. Got him ready. I saw them gathering at the gate. I took a deep breath and I put my foot in the stirrup. I got up on him and he was fine. And I rode up to the group. He was, he was incredibly fine. Well, I had forgot my spurs. I had to turn him around and come back. I thought, oh, this is going to be it. He's going to blow because he's not going to want to get away from the herd. He cooperated. He came back to camp. I got my spurs on. He stood, waited pleasantly. I rode him. We rode. He was amazing. And I determined by doing this, what he wanted was he wanted to protect her, the other horses. He wanted to be with them and just make sure everybody was safe he needed a job he needed to to be protective of the herd and his testosterone didn't raise he was content with being with them and watching over everybody and he would get up in front and check out the woods and then allow us to go in and i just discovered by working with him and letting him show me what it was that he needed and by paying attention to his needs I realized that as long as he had a job as long as I was on his back everything went back to how it was he would bow his head he would be docile he wouldn't be all uppity and 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 mean to me threw me on the ground once and you know things like that on when I was trying to brush him and just being he completely changed by allowing him to um, watch over the the herd, so to speak, and um, but uh, okay, so you, the key word that you said was he needed a job, and that is so true because mules need a job, and they don't do well on unemployment. You know, they kind of goof off, they screw around, and they don't want to go to work, and uh, they get into trouble. But um, you. I remember you posting something on Facebook about your, you know, your situation. Uh, tell me about that. That's correct. I had asked uh, a group that I was in a mule group, uh, other people's opinions. And um, most people were like, well, the mule, the mule is ruined. And then the next sentence, they would say, how much for the mule? And I started to think, now, why, if the mule is ruined, why are you asking me how much for the mule? And this kind of became like a thing with several people. Oh, yeah, you'll never fix him, so on and so forth. He's ruined. You'll have to just get rid of him. And then the next sentence, you know, from the same would be, how much for the mule? And that made me start to think. And that's why I didn't give up. And that's why when she asked me to ride that day, I, I just, you know, I just did it. And then I paid attention and I watched him and I saw what his, more of what his needs were. And, uh, and I started to allow him to, to do what he felt made him feel good and confident. You know, he had lost his confidence, too. We both did. And, um, and he, felt, he felt really bad about doing that to me. I mean, you could tell because we'd walk to the creek, and he'd look at me, and he'd look at the creek. And then he would drop his head in my shoulder and just hold me. So I knew he felt bad about what happened, but he couldn't control it. So the more I, you know, rode him, I think riding him was the number one top thing and just regained my confidence too. 
and I wasn't afraid anymore because I was afraid of him. I thought if he did that to me on the ground, what is he going to do to me on his back? Well, it wasn't like that at all. And I just made myself, I had to force myself, and we did it. And, and, and I, that's when I saw his confidence coming back. And I just paid attention to when that mare would come into heat again and kind of watch out and make sure that, you know, he wasn't getting all uppity. And he did a little bit, but as long as he was out there with the herd, or, or I, I don't keep him with the herd, he's by himself, but at least where he was able to socialize with his own kind and protect them and watch over them, he's, that's the kind of uh, mule that he is. You know, some mules may not want to be in charge, but he just wants to make sure everyone's safe. I mean, he would put cows away for me. He would just do... I would go take a shower and he'd stand in front of the shower house and eat grass and keep me safe and protect me when I was here by myself for two weeks. And, um, but as long as he was, felt that he was important and special and needed and had important jobs to do, you know, he'll think that he's in charge of the whole campground and he watches over. There was a mare that went nuts in her stall because folks had left her alone and went on a ride. She was flipping and throwing herself and she was gonna get hurt. I hear him trotting over, making these low murmuring sounds to her. She stops, he stood at the back of her stall on the other side and talked to her. She calmed down and she was fine. The man who owned the horse the night before said, oh, there's a mule behind my camp, rah, rah, rah. He was not happy. The next morning he came up and he found me and he said, that is the best mule I have ever seen in my life. He kept my mare from killing herself last night and he thanked me and he had a whole different attitude about mules. So Benny has the need to care for all the animals and watch over them and, and have a position and a job and um, as long as he gets to do that and, and ride and now we ride by ourselves. And he's got the, the confidence to just take, we go out in the woods alone. And that, that was a, a big step for me. I mean, because I've always ridden with other people. And when I would try to get him out away from him, he would just, you know, give me a rough time. And it, it really changed our entire relationship. Um, we had to, I guess, experience this bad thing for us to come together. And, and now we're closer than we've ever been. I trust him with my life. And, and he trusts me to care for him. And... That is so amazing. I've got goosebumps. This is such a neat ending. I just love happy endings. And I, <laughs> I mean, if this will help someone who decides to give up, don't give up. If I, if I didn't give up, nobody should ever give up because if it matters to you, you'll figure out a way to fix it, you know, and pay attention to the animal. Don't try to do it yourself. Watch and listen to your animal. And he'll show you what he needs. Yes, and it's very emotional. It's emotional for, for the mule, and it's emotional for the owner. So that's why it's almost like you have to do counseling or something, or ther therapy. Yes, it, it, it really was, because, I mean, I observed and I watched, and I began to feel what it was he really needed. He wasn't ruined, but he just needed more from me more uh, from the other animals and to feel like he was part of the whole group. I mean, they're herd animals, yes, but it was more than that with him. Yeah, and then think of it this way too, Karen. When he came here, he was a little bit out of sorts, so he's still trying to sort things out. 
and it takes a mule, uh, you know, they have to have time to process right. information and what's going on. So uh, I'm so glad that this worked out for you because I am so proud of you. Thank you so much. I am too. I did it. I didn't give up. Thank you, Cindy. All right. Well, thanks for coming on to Mule Talk, and we will have you back on. Well, thank you very much. Yes. And if anybody asks you anything, you know, and needs help, just ask me, and I'll try to, you know, remember what it was we, all the different things we did. This girl over here, Danielle, made a big, huge difference for me. She also gave me advice. She's 17 years old. She is a wise soul, and I love her and she did give me a lot of helpful hints she pointed out straight point blank get on him i was like but i'm scared <laughs> so i owe a lot to her to stacy and to cindy roberts for having me and and being behind me and giving me comments and and uplifting and and helping me to stay strong all right thank you karen Calling all you outlaws and rebels that ride the dusty trail. The Desperado's Cookbook and Guide to Common Sense is filled with recipes and protocol for the modern-day saddle tramp. Easy recipes for home and on the trail. Kick it up with Wild Horse Whiskey Pie and serve the all-time favorite Stampede Peggy's Cowboy Spaghetti. There's advice in the Common Sense section on the art of romance, how to go courting, and how to handle the in-laws. The Desperados Cookbook and Guide to Common Sense is your kick-butt approach to life, and it is available at everycowgirlsdream.com and other participating outlets. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.